0: Let's talk about former President Obama's speech at the Democratic National Convention 2020. Is what he said true? We
1: choose truth
0: over facts. I'm not going to play his entire speech because that would be boring, but I will try to keep it in context.
2: So tonight I want to talk as plainly as I can about the stakes in this election. I understand stakes. It's my
0: favorite
3: food. And these are the best.
0: Some of the claims that Obama states is just kind of a stretch, a misleading kind of a prod, and not really truthful.
2: I did hope, for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously. My advisors asked me, Mr. President, do you have a bucket list? I have something that rhymes with bucket list. Take executive action on immigration? Bucket. New climate regulations? Bucket. Don't interrupt. I'm so in love I feel more loose and relaxed than ever. Those Joe Biden shoulder massages, they're like magic. That he might come to feel the weight of the office, and discover some reverence for the democracy that had been placed in his care.
1: He's about to go from commander-in-chief to couch commander. you, Chuck Top.
2: You look great. I feel good. How much
3: do you weigh?
2: You know, I could call a nuclear submarine right here. <laughs>
3: Obamacare is great, and it's really working.
2: I have no more campaigns to run. I know, because I won both of them. These days, I look in the mirror, and I have to admit, I'm not the strapping young Muslim socialist that I used to be. And with that, I just have two more words to say. Obama out.
0: I mean, you've seen all the programs that Obama went on. I mean, Between Two Ferns, The Ellen Show, I mean, isn't that a little hypocritical?
2: But he never did. For close to four years now, he has shown no interest in putting in the work.
0: I mean, I have a list here of over a hundred things that Trump has done. You've probably seen the list. He's done things for Native Americans. He created a space force. The list goes on and on and on. I don't have time to even read all these things. Animal cruelty, felony, CBD hemp is legal. He gave 100 million to fix the water in Flint, Michigan. Um, he did a lot for crude oil production to be, make us energy independent.
1: How dare you?
0: I mean, he defeated ISIS. He put in new trade agreements with, with South Korea. He's been the only one to stand up against China.
2: No interest in finding common ground. No interest in using the awesome power of his office to help anyone but himself and his friends.
0: Except that's not really true. I love this one. Trump signed an executive order this year that forces all healthcare providers to disclose the cost of their services so that Americans can comparison shop and know how much less providers charge insurance companies. It's something that I hoped Obama would have done, but nothing was done. I mean, Obama flat out lied about, hey, you can choose your health or keep your health coverage. Oh, your health coverage price is going to go down over time.
3: You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were.
0: I mean, Trump increased funding for historically black colleges and universities by more than 14%. He signed funding legislation September 2018 that increased funding for school choice by $42 million. Tax cuts across the board. Okay. I was skipping ahead a little bit, he continues to rail on trim. Oh, blah, blah, blah. He can't do this. Oh, what a terrible guy. And then he talks about jobs. Now, the only reason he can even mention jobs is because the coronavirus came and wiped out a lot of the jobs because they wanted to shut down entire society. Millions of jobs. Gone. And this after he's had an all-time low for African American unemployment, Hispanic American unemployment, all-time low, Asian American, all-time low, women's unemployment at a 65-year low, youth unemployment, 50-year low, lowest unemployment rate ever recorded. But maybe
2: you're still not sure which candidate you'll vote for.
3: Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. So let me tell you about my friend. Joe Biden. And I am a Democrat. I'm a, and when asked what kind of Democrat, I'm an, I'm an,
2: Ob, an Obama-Biden Democrat. Joe and I come from different places, different generations, but... Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Joe is a man who learned early on to treat every person he meets with
3: respect and dignity. I'm beginning to see why your wife left you.
2: Living by the words his parents taught him. No one's better than you, Joe.
3: Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and i know more than most people know.
2: But you're better than nobody. That empathy, that decency, the belief that everybody counts. All right, Chuck,
3: thank you very much. Uh, All right, Uh, it's Chris, but anyway.
0: That's who Joe is. I mean, okay, not all that's obviously in context. I actually think Joe seems like a nice guy. I mean, they portray him as a really nice, empathetic, good guy. Even though you hear some of these clips that are like, okay, that's really off color, or he stutters and can't complete a full sentence. He still seems like a nice guy. And personally, I, it's not that I'm attacking the fact that he's not a nice guy. It's mostly that I don't agree in his policies. I think the policies of the Democrats just don't work.
2: Along with the experience needed to get things done, Joe and Kamala have concrete policies that will turn their vision of a better, fairer, stronger country
0: into reality. Except the reality is is that those policies don't work. I mean, you're going to tax the American people trillions of more dollars to redistribute healthcare and infrastructure?
2: They will get this pandemic under control.
0: And so will Trump. I mean, they haven't put together any policies except, oh, oh, mandating and making sure everybody is forced to wear masks. Like Joe
2: did when he helped me manage H1N1.
0: Except that didn't require masks. And
2: prevent an Ebola outbreak from reaching our shores.
0: How come none of those were really politicized, but this one during an election year is so overly politicized.
2: They'll expand healthcare to more Americans, like Joe and I did 10 years ago.
0: And still, it doesn't work, and premiums keep going up, and it's a broken system.
2: When he helped craft the Affordable Care Act and nail down the votes to make it the law.
1: This is all wrong.
2: They'll rescue the economy, like Joe helped me do after the Great Recession.
0: Except he's talking about policies that you didn't put into effect back there because these are even more progressive, and so you have no case study in which your policies actually will
2: work. I asked him to manage the Recovery Act, which jump-started the longest stretch of job growth in history.
0: Which kind of stalled out. I mean, it took a long time. When he said the longest job growth in history, it took a long time.
2: And he sees this moment now, Not as a chance to get back to where we were.
0: Oh, here comes one of those super political, non-measurable promises. But to make long overdue
2: changes so that our economy actually makes life a little easier for everybody. By what,
0: giving everybody more money? By raising the minimum wage as if that's going to change anything?
2: Whether it's the waitress trying to raise a kid on her own.
0: Here's the emotional appeal.
2: Or the shift worker, always on the edge of getting laid off. Which if his
0: employer had to pay him $15 an hour, he probably would get laid off.
2: Or the student, figuring out how to pay for next semester's classes. How about
0: getting a job after you graduate, or graduating in a field that actually helps you, and not underwater basket weaving. Why should I have to pay back my student loans from college and you don't have to? Why should my increase in taxes pay for your education? Joe and Kamala will restore our standing in the world. You
3: can enjoy the world's greatest stakes in your own home with family, friends, anytime. Joe knows the world and the world knows him. We've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. We have never, never let our democracy second fiddle. Way that we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health.
2: He knows that our true strength comes from setting an example that the world wants to follow.
1: Listen to this and you tell me, you tell me about quid pro quo. <laughs> Congratulations
3: on installing the new prosecutor general. It's going to be critical uh, mm-hmm. for him to work quickly to repair the damage that Shokin did. And I'm a man of my word. I uh, and that Now that the new prosecutor general is in place, we're ready to move forward in signing that new $1 billion loan guarantee. Oh! And I don't know how you want to go about that. I'm not going to be able to get to... Uh, to Kiev uh, anytime soon.
0: Yeah, that was the blaze going over the actual phone call that makes Joe quid pro quo. Joe, if you haven't heard before, go back and listen to it again. I mean, it's almost as bad as Clinton's comments.
3: At a time like this, the Oval Office should be a command center. Instead, it's a storm center. There's only chaos. Just one thing never changes his determination to deny responsibility and shift the blame. The buck never stops there. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. I take responsibility for all my actions, both public and private. And that is why I am speaking to you tonight. As you know, in a deposition in January, I was asked questions about my relationship with Monica Lewinsky. While my answers were legally accurate, I did not volunteer information. Indeed, I did have a relationship with Ms. Lewinsky that was not appropriate. In fact, it was wrong. It constituted a critical lapse in judgment and a personal failure on my part for which I am solely and completely responsible. But I told the grand jury today, and I say to you now, that at no time did I ask anyone to lie, to hide or destroy evidence, or to take any other unlawful action. I know that my public comments and my silence about this matter gave a false impression. I misled people,
1: including even my wife. All right, these again are actual quotes. I think apologizing is a great thing, but you have to be wrong. I will absolutely apologize sometime in the hopefully distant future if I'm ever wrong. (laughs) All right, well done, well done.
3: Profound, that's profound.
1: (laughs) They believe
2: that no one, including the president, is above the law and that no public official Including the president, should use their office to enrich themselves or their supporters.
3: The book Clinton Cash by Peter Schweitzer documents how Bill and Hillary used the State Department to enrich their family and America's and at America's expense. She gets rich making you poor. They understand that in this democracy,
2: the commander in chief does not use the men and women of our military who are willing to risk. Everything to protect our nation as political props to deploy against peaceful protesters on our own soil
0: This seems to be a talking point of the Democrats They want to talk about how the federal government is deploying military power To go against these peaceful protesters who are only protesting peacefully and causing no harm to anybody when really the only reason he had to employ federal agents is to protect the cities of America, which the Democratic leaders refused to do.
1: On Monday, police boarded up a downtown precinct, and since then, hundreds of protesters, reportedly from Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and others, have moved into the area, declaring it the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, or CHAZ. And the protesters appear to be turning against their own, storming City Hall, demanding the resignation of Mayor Jenny Durkin. Unusual, since Durkin is a progressive who has long supported far-left issues. Breaking news overnight where police in Portland, Oregon, declared a riot after protesters broke into police union headquarters and started a fire. Police tried to clear the area, shutting down several streets around the union headquarters. Demonstrators have taken to the streets of Portland for more than two months now, many of them protesting racial injustice and police brutality after the killing of George Floyd. Others doing this. Federal agents who had been criticized for deploying in Portland recently turned the streets back over to local police. We turn now to Chicago, where violent protests erupted early this morning. Hundreds swept through the Magnificent Mile, and upscale shopping district there, as you know, looting stores and clashing with police. Videos on social media showing crowds breaking windows and entering luxury retailers. And demonstrators even exchanged gunfire with police at one point. Alex Perez is in Chicago. And Alex, what's the latest from police right now? Hey, Ariel, just some really jarring images coming out of Michigan Avenue. Now, we still have a lot of unanswered questions, but as you mentioned, this is sort of an upscale luxury area lined with these luxury stores. The neighborhood in that area also mostly affluent. It's called the Gold Coast, and authorities say this all happened, started at about midnight. They say hundreds of looters moved into the Michigan Avenue area and started shattering windows to many of these businesses, stealing the merchandise, and in many cases, filling their cars with the merchandise and taking off. Authorities say this was so well coordinated that it seemed other cars, sort of a caravan of looters, were coming through the area and stealing merchandise. This all went on for several hours, started about midnight, and authorities say it wasn't until about three or four in the morning that they were able to get things mostly under control. There were also reports of shots fired at police officers. Authorities say no officers were struck. Now, several other those looters were arrested but at this point we still just don't really know what triggered all of this but as you might imagine Ariel uh, just a lot of unrest and uneasiness is seeing this unfolding here in downtown Chicago.
0: I mean the leaders of these cities who I mean just happen to be Democrats are not enforcing the law they're just like oh we don't want to hurt anybody you know let them take over our cities you know it's ridiculous.
2: That our ability to work together to solve big problems like a pandemic depend on a fidelity to facts and science and logic
0: and not just making stuff up. We choose truth over facts. None of this should be controversial. Right. So why are you bringing it up? Every time you mention black people and brown people and, oh, let's try to name every demographic we possibly can. It just divides people. Let's just all be Americans. I actually agree with Obama. Let's all just be Americans.
2: These shouldn't be Republican principles or Democratic principles. They are American principles. But at this moment, this president and those who enable him
0: have shown they don't believe in these things.
1: How dare you continue to look away?
0: He continues to endorse Joe Biden and Kamala about how they can do a great job. There are a few things that I do appreciate that he says, I mean, he is a pretty good speaker. Listen to this. But here's the thing.
2: No single American can fix this country alone. Not even a president.
0: Absolutely. I totally believe in that. There's no reason that we need to blame the president for everybody's problems in the world. I don't know why we have that culture in this country. But I also don't know why the Democrats are blaming the current president for all the problems in the world. It's kind of hypocritical. Why can't we? I mean, we really all should be working together to find the best solutions for the problems.
2: Democracy was never meant to be transactional. You give me your vote, I make everything better.
0: Except that's kind of how the Democratic Party runs things. They make these promises that are nearly impossible to fulfill. We'll give everybody free health care. We'll have to tax you trillions of more dollars, but we'll make sure everybody is taken care of. Everybody's gonna have at least minimum wage. Everybody gets free this and free that, free college, free health care. I mean, it does sound great, but the price is too high. The cost of socialism just doesn't work. It's not worth it. It's not feasible.
2: It requires an active and informed citizenry.
0: You know, I believe a lot of the things he does say.
2: So I'm also asking you to believe in your own ability, to embrace your own responsibility as citizens, to make sure that the basic tenets of our democracy endure.
0: And then he goes on to say, oh, but we don't have democracy because blame the president.
1: How dare you?
0: Look, I understand why a lot of
2: Americans are down on government. The way the rules have been set up and abused in Congress make it easier for special interests to stop progress than to make progress. Believe me, I I know it. I understand why a white factory worker who's seen his wages cut or his job shipped overseas might feel like the government no longer looks out for him.
0: I don't get why they always have to bring up race. He just got done talking about how we're all Americans, and then, oh, but there's white, and then there's black.
2: Making it a bigger issue
3: than it needs to be is
2: a problem we have. And why a black mom might feel like it never looked out for her at all.
3: How are we going to get rid of racism and stop talking
2: about it? I understand why a new immigrant might look around this country and wonder whether there's still a place for him here. Why a young person might look at politics right now. The circus of it all, the meanness, and the lies, and conspiracy theories, and think, what is the point?
1: You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words.
2: Well, here's the point. This president and those in power, those who benefit from keeping things the way they are.
0: Keep in mind he just barely finished talking about lying and then he goes on to say this. They know they can't
2: win you over with their policies.
0: Which is complete opinion because that's the reason a lot of people vote for the Republicans. It's because their policies actually make sense.
2: So they're hoping to make it as hard as possible for you to vote.
0: Which is completely a lie. Trump merely wants to prevent a fraudulent election because there has been proof that mail-in voting is subject to fraud. We choose
2: truth over facts! And to convince you that your vote does not matter. That is how they win.
0: He's just making stuff up.
2: That's how the economy will keep getting skewed to the wealthy and well-connected.
0: Which is, like you and Bernie Sanders, I don't I don't get what they're really saying. I mean... The top 1% are there for a reason. Everybody wants to get there and that incentivizes work.
2: How our health systems will let more people fall through the cracks.
0: He talks like you have no power, that you have no money to buy anything, that there's no competitive market for healthcare, which there should be.
2: Make a plan right now for how you are going to get involved and vote. Do it as early as you can, and tell your family and friends how they can vote, too.
0: I do appreciate that they talk about how you can vote that you should vote, because I absolutely agree.
2: Do what Americans have done for over two centuries when faced with even tougher times than this. All those quiet heroes who found the courage to keep marching, keep pushing in the face of hardship and injustice.
0: He then goes on
2: to talk about John Lewis. And some years ago, I sat down with John and a few remaining leaders of the early civil rights movement. One of them told me he never imagined he'd walk into the White House and see a president who looked like his grandson. And then he told me that he had looked it up. And it turned out that on the very day that I was born, he was marching into a jail cell trying to end Jim Crow segregation in the South.
0: Ah, so you are talking about black people again. I don't get why they make this such a big platform. Like, they think that everybody who has a different skin color should vote for them. I mean, should the marches have happened? Absolutely. Should the Civil Rights Act of 1964 have happened? Absolutely. Those are great. It's history. We're done. Let's let's go. Let's move forward. There's no need to explain to people who are different how they are disadvantaged.
1: Do you think that race plays a part in wealth dis- distribution or either a mindset that you can't Today? or Today? Yeah. No. You don't? No. I don't. I don't. Hey, you and I, we're proof. Why would race have anything to do with it? Stick. Put your mind to what you want to do and go for that. Uh, it's kind of
2: like religion to me. It's a good excuse for not getting there. What we do echoes through generations. Whatever our backgrounds, we are all the children of Americans who fought the good fight. Great grandparents working in fire traps and sweatshops without rights or representation.
0: Again, he's talking about you being a victim. You're a victim. You should vote, because the Democratic Party is somehow going to make you not a victim.
2: Farmers losing their dreams to dust.
0: Where do you think he's going with this one?
2: Irish and Italians and Asians and Latinos told, go back where you come from.
0: I mean, it seems to be that they have to mention as many ways to label a person as they possibly can, as if putting out a label somehow glues you to the Democratic Party.
2: Jews and Catholics, Muslims and Sikhs, made to feel suspect for the way they worshiped. Are there gonna be any more? Did we get them all? Black Americans chained and whipped and hanged.
0: This is getting real dark,
2: Obama. Spit on for trying to sit at lunch counters.
0: It's like this was, what, 50 years ago? I mean, the 64 is when it changed. Yes, people culturally needed to change to accept that the laws were updated and that you have to be actually civil to people but the interesting thing is, is that a lot of the things that he's talking about of what happened to, quote unquote, black people, beaten is happening to anybody who protests against the Black Lives Matter riotous movement. It's as if there's a group of people that want to destroy the cities to what? To make up for what happened to them 50 years ago, which was your... Grandparents, your great grandparents? I mean, rioting and looting does not bring justice. I mean, isn't it so interesting that nobody in the Democratic Party will say that these riots should not be happening, that the violence in the streets should not be happening? It's almost as if they condone the violence and the civil unrest from happening. So what, they can point at Trump as being the one that's divisive, yet you're the ones talking about it? If anyone
2: had a right to believe that this democracy did not work and could not work, it was those Americans, our ancestors. They were on the receiving end of a democracy that had fallen short all their lives.
0: Okay, again, this was years and years and years ago. Why are we talking about it still? They joined together
2: and they said, somehow, some way we are going to make this work. We are going to bring those words in our founding documents to life. I have seen that same spirit rising these past few years. Folks of every age and background who packed city centers and airports and rural roads so that families wouldn't be separated.
0: Is he talking about illegal immigration now? As if coming across the border illegally is okay.
2: So that another classroom wouldn't get shot up?
0: I mean, that, there wasn't really a missing clip in there. Was he talking about?
2: So that our kids won't grow up on an uninhabitable
0: planet. Okay, hang on. We went from racism to gun control to climate change. I guess that's how quick it happens.
1: We are in the beginning of a mass extinction and all you can talk about is money.
2: Americans of all races joining together to declare. Oh
0: no, just getting back to race. In the face
2: of injustice.
0: Oh, maybe it's George Floyd.
2: And brutality at the hands of the state. No,
0: nope, back to the federal government trying to protect our cities.
2: That black lives matter. There it is. No more? but no less. Ooh, a political middle ground. So that no child in this country feels the continuing sting of racism.
1: I should be back in school.
2: In so many ways, you are this country's dreams fulfilled.
1: You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words.
2: But any chance of success depends entirely on the outcome of this election.
0: I mean, he almost makes it sound like we're not going to work with you unless we get our guy in office. This
2: administration has shown it will tear our democracy down.
0: How? By protecting the cities that your Democratic leaders fail to protect? By enforcing the laws that the legislative branch has put into place?
2: If that's what it takes for them to win.
0: I mean, talk about throwing the other side under the bus. Stay safe. Stay safe in these peaceful protests that are riots where people are out killing other people. In Chicago where people are killing other people. Okay I mean that's the end of his speech. I didn't include everything in there. I chopped it up but that was still in sequential time order. I mean you'll notice I I had kind of fun with this putting in some of my own opinions in there. Mostly I just want to communicate that Either side can be pretty convincing. You need to really look into what they believe in and the things that they stand for to figure out who you want to vote for. Look at their past record. Look at the things they've actually been doing in office. Both sides have pros, both sides have cons, but you should mostly look for the truth. Find out what is actually true. When they say peaceful protests, how many of those protests are actually peaceful? I mean, how much of a chance is there that the Democrats want to sabotage society in order to try to drive home the fact that Trump drove everything into the ground? I think we're going to find out in the coming months how much credibility there is to other governments or The DNC paying these people to cause this rioting and this uprising and the looting. I mean, the Democratic Party obviously supports Black Lives Matter, who don't really have the highest morals in mind. I mean, if you go to their page that lists what they believe in, do they really believe in the things that you think they believe in? I mean, if you have a nuclear family that you're trying to raise you probably don't want to be supporting them because they want to tear that down. I mean, the Democrats talk about taking the higher ground for being a higher moral compass or something like that, yet they believe that you should be able to kill babies in the womb full term. Like, I don't know about that. Anyway, just something to think about. Hope you enjoyed this one. I'll see you next time.